the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Looking for strategies to help you protect your portfolio in these uncertain times? Visit RobBlack.com. RobBlack.com. Powered by EP Wealth. Now I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Happy July 21. Back half of the year. Wow, what a year. What a last three months. Growth stocks have been exploding higher. But recently, we've seen the value stocks that maybe a little more boring, the Johnson & Johnsons of the world versus the NVIDIAs of the world. More recently, the Johnson & Johnsons have been carrying their weight in the last week. It's worthy of note. Today is a big day for women in the United States. I always like starting what happened yesterday and then kind of looking at what's happening today. And then we start talking about investing in the economy as well as strategies. So that's the vibe here. Uh, we start kind of looking backwards. But I, today's a big day for the United States women. Barbie. <laughs> oh, boy, that used to be controversial, huh? Um, really tall legs. <laughs> the anatomy, not quite right. Barbenheimer is kicking off today. So we get the Barbie movie for the women. We get the U.S. Women's World Cup. And also, I guess for the men, we get, uh, and I'm not saying men versus women here. We get Lionel Messi, his potential debut in Miami. So it's Good Friday. It's not the Good Friday, but it is a good Friday. Netflix was down 8.4% yesterday. All normal, all healthy. Do you know why? Um, it's had a great year, and it had a very good quarter, in my opinion. And they're going to have a good back half of the year. This is a buying opportunity for a long-term patient investor. I don't know if you want to hold the stock forever. doesn't pay a dividend. There'll be bumps in, ro- uh, in the road for sure, but I think it's tradable um, because they're going to have a good back half of the year. Ultimately, because they're raising prices, they're eliminating their cheaper tiers. They're going to save about $1.5 billion because of Hollywood strike, and it's all cash flow. So we'll have a war chest ready when it's time to pick it back up uh, with the writers and actors. Um, so yesterday was a little profit-taking on Netflix, totally normal. A little profit-taking on the NASDAQ, down 2%. The SP 500 was down uh, two-thirds of 1%. And the Dow Jones Industrial Average, like I said, the value stocks out there, the underperformers for the year, up one-half of 1%. This market's making way too much sense, and it's way too easy to see. Barbenheimer, it's counter-programming. It's kind of smart. Today marks the theatrical release of two movies that will forever be associated with each other. In what should be, it makes no sense. Greta Gerwig's pink parade of Barbie and Christopher Nolan's devastating biopic about the man who created a potentially world-ending bomb. Oppenheimer. I, I'll be honest, I'm not that excited to see the film. I don't know why. And I hear it's great. And I hear it's going to be on IMAX. And I hear it's going to be lovely. I think I'm just at that age now where I don't really enjoy seeing movies in the movie theater. 
even though I love the popcorn. Gotta say, I love the popcorn. Um, so these are same day releases. And there are going to be double features today where you see one and you see the other and they couldn't be more different. Barbenheimer takes a page out of well-worn Hollywood playbook known as counter-programming. It's which very different movies are released on the same day to attract wider audiences. A lot of people are going to be seeing movies this weekend. A lot of women, a lot of men. Theaters have typically offered a movie for dads to enjoy while their kids watch cartoons or played a light rom-com in the theater next to a screen showing a psycho killer stalking teens. It's the way the industry works when it works well. A couple years ago, you saw The Dark Knight on Batman and Mamma Mia hit theaters on the same day. It put a lot of people in the movie theaters. Pitch Perfect 2, a movie I'd rather be caught dead. I would give you one, $10 million. I'll give you $10 million if you ever watch me watching Pitch Perfect 2. Ah! Not going to happen, says the Frenchman. Uh, Pitch Perfect 2 came out the same day that Mad Max Fury Road opened. And I did see that. You know where I saw it? And this is embarrassing to say. Move, uh, airplane. Not the best place to see a movie. But eh, it killed a few hours. <clears throat> Counter-programming can really help the industry. Um, get a lot of movie trailers in people. So could lead to a good Christmas in theory. I don't know. I think that's stretching it a bit. Dan Snyder air is over in Washington, D.C. NFL owners approved the sale of the Washington commanders to private equity investor Josh Harris. That brings it in to Dan Snyder's turbulent and controversial 20 plus years at the helm. He had a lot of issues uh, with former employees and even cheerleaders were considered to be sexually harassed pretty aggressively, pretty often. And I don't want to talk about it because it's just gross. But if you ever, you know, or in that moody mood to feel yucky and need a shower, uh, Google Dan Snyder and the Washington commanders and cheerleaders, and you'll go, ooh, gross. The league fined him $60 million for an investigation that found he sexually harassed a former employee and that the commanders withheld revenue from other NFL teams. Car thefts are up. I can't imagine being that cheap. You own a football team, and you work the accounting in your favor when you're not supposed to. Now, let's not forget, the dude made multiple billions of dollars owning a football team for 20 years. Not a bad living if you can get it. He was never liked in Washington, D.C. He took over Jack Kent Cook, the previous owner, who spent money to win. And he put the right people in place and he never, you know, got in their, their business. So Washington, D.C. never really liked him. Car thefts are up. Violent crimes in the United States cities, motor theft. In 32 of the largest cities, jumped 34% in the first six months of 2023. That's not good. The think tank, the think tank called Council on Criminal Justice attributed much of the increase to surge in thefts of certain Kia and Hyundai models after a TikTok challenge exposed how easy it was to steal them. Good news. Homicides in the United States are down 9.4% across 30 largest cities in the first six months of the year. The House of Representatives passed a bill that aims to alleviate the worker shortage that's been plaguing the airline industry. The FAA um, has been authorized. It includes measures that would raise the retirement age for pilots from 65 to 67, boost the recruitment and training of other airline industry employees, especially those critical air traffic controllers. Passengers could use some help. 
a Delta plane sat on the tarmac in sweltering Las Vegas, Vegas heat for hours with no air conditioning this week. Could you imagine? For some reason, I should knock on wood here. It's never happened to me in that bad of a scenario. I should knock on wood, shouldn't I? Skims has a $4 billion valuation. That's right. Kim Kardashian's tight-fitting undergarments to help shape you when you're wearing a dress or a skirt. Um, worth $4 billion. It was worth $3.2 billion in January. Do you see where this is going? That's going to come public at some point in time. Speaking with Rob, um, let's move a little bit into the day part of the thinking on Wall Street. It is a Friday. It is into the week. Currently, the S&P market, um, it's doing well, but you are starting to see some profit taking in areas. Uh, that's having some impact on the Dow Jones Industrial Average, but in general, it's not having a lot on the broader market. Let me see real quick. Um, oops. I could do this. I could do this. Um, okay, it's a little bit broader of a market than I thought. A little bit broader of a market than I thought. Apple's higher. Um, you're seeing AMD higher, Microsoft higher, NVIDIA's a little bit lower. So not a lot of direction at this point in time. We'll talk about that when we come back. What's the market telling us? I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Don't want to work forever? Check out the Retirement Planning Guide on robblack.com. That's robblack.com, powered by EP Wealth. Some segments are better than others, and quite honestly, some are brilliant. Um, and some sometimes just miss the mark. That's what happens uh, when you do this for a living. And I've been working in financial media for 25 plus years. I've been working in the in the financial industry for 25 uh, roughly years. Um, I love it. Um, I, I It's provided a good career for me. It makes me get up early and do homework every single day. There's no skip days when I do go on vacation. I still cheat and look. Um, I do look forward to a day not doing 7 a.m., 6 a.m. radio. But forgive me on being, how shall we say, selfish. Um, all three markets are higher today. The S&P 500, the Dow, and the NASDAQ. Not by a lot. It's not a market-leading kind of day. I'll be honest with you. The Russell 2000 is just, it's down a skosh. Oil's a little bit higher I'm trying to find something that's storytelling in the numbers. And right now, it's just not there. The FTC is back down in the Microsoft Activision merger. The about face for the FTC cleared another impediment to Microsoft's $69 billion agreement to acquire Call of Duty franchise. And a lot of games, mobile phone games, which Activision has bought in the years past, other, you know, products they offer, World of Warcraft, uh, Diablo, which is Diablo 4 is out right now. And they just launched, I think, yesterday a new um, season. So what happens in video games is once you complete the main quest now, they uh, have figured out a way for you to pony up a little bit of money. Not a lot. Not like buying the whole game again. Um, and you get like three more months of new content. I think that's how this one works. Um, but the, the game that I think Activision Blizzard has, it's the most interesting to me. And to see how Microsoft's going to grab it and go will be Candy Crush. Um, that makes so much money because people, you know, they, they get it on their phone. And my, my kids have gone through this little phase. 
I played it like it feels like 10 years ago, probably was maybe 15 years ago. And um, went to 200, 300 levels, whatever year, you know, you get to the point where you're like, oh, okay, this is stupid. I'm going to put it down. Um, but they monetize. It still does really, really well for a game that doesn't have, how should I say, actors or actresses. Um, it's been made, so it needs to be freshened up on occasion, but it is a money maker and it'll be a money maker for Microsoft. Something that a lot of people forget is, uh, Microsoft bought Minecraft from Mojang, Mojang, Mojang studios. Um, and they paid a couple billion for it years ago and everyone was like, wow, they paid a lot of money for that. But, uh, if you're in that three years old to 10 year old range, that's a big game. And there's, there's ways to monetize it intelligently for Microsoft gets the kids used to getting you know and then they turn 16 years old and they go mom dad i want the microsoft game pass how much is that 16 dollars a month um yeah um but you get thousands of games i don't have to buy it would be I, we save money if i bought two games a year dad oh okay I, I get it so go ahead and get it that's fine and then it's 16 dollars every month every month every month every month every month microsoft just recently announced that their chat gpt integration into um, office products, it's going to be 30 bucks a month, 30 bucks a month, 30 bucks a month, 30 bucks a month, 30 bucks a month. So Netflix recently announced that there's no longer going to be the 999 tier that you're going to have to go to the 1599 or like the 1790. I'm not quite sure their tier pricing, excuse me for not knowing. Um, but they're getting rid of their cheapest tier, uh, without ads. And you know their ads are going to go from six ninety nine a month to six ninety nine, six ninety nine, six ninety nine, six nine, and then you're going to go to like eight ninety nine, eight ninety nine, eight ninety nine, eight ninety nine. Um, it's a good business model. Wall Street really loves subscriptions. Um, I sadly really learned that twenty five years ago with America Online. Um, they like the visibility of the cash flow. And, you know, America Online, 10 million users, 15 million users, 20 million users. Do you remember getting America Online CDs or I guess where they did CDs? Yeah. CD-ROMs. And I know people that would make like um, Christmas tree ornaments out of them because you would get one in the mail every 60 days. At least it felt that way. Anyway, those were the good old days. Do you remember when you uh, got red envelopes from Netflix? Can you imagine the CEO got mad at me? When I asked him, I said, um, if you ever did adult titles, you could put them in a green envelope. Because they're That's terrible. In San Francisco behind the green door. I don't know. I wouldn't do it today. Is that fair? Is that fair? So let's take a look at some of the stock stories of the day. AutoNation. My sister was, is a high school teacher. No, she's an elementary school music teacher. I should know what my sister is before I say it, right? Uh, I love her dearly, but, and she, she's been pretty savvy. Like she got out of college and bought a house within a year and no one knew how she did it. Um, her father, my father died when she was in 10th grade. So, uh, don't have kids late, especially if you're a smoker is my advice. Um, so anyway, she worked at AutoNation as a teacher. Um, she had a second gig on weekends. But AutoNation reported second quarter results that beat expectations. The company beat on top and bottom lines. Um, I, I don't own shares of AutoNation. It's just not, not that intriguing. In the world of retail, I like Target. 
Um, I think they'll bounce back. I think they've gone through these slumps before. As we start stop talking about a recession, I think you'll see the shares creep higher. But there is still this big thing on theft. Now, what's really interesting, you know, we're talking about um, what's called shrink in the industry and how you're seeing uh, gangs essentially go in and, and grab makeup off the shelves and then resell it online. When we talk about it, that's when the company starts doing something about it. So you should see the shrink start to go lower as the company is realizing this is a billion dollar problem, hundred million dollar problem. But when you look at it across the, the, the retail industry, you see that it's a billion dollar problem. And then someone like uh, Mark Cuban goes on the shark tank and someone says, I've got this great idea for selling makeup at stores where you can't steal it. And then that solution gets implemented. So when we're talking about it, it's starting to be solved. And that's when you can buy stocks at a discount or disconnected if it's a high quality company. I own shares of Target. I've been uh, buying in the last three months. So consult a broker advisor for you get action on any stocks I've mentioned on this show. What is right for me is not necessarily right for you. CXX, CSX, it's a choo-choo company. How cute is that? How cute is that? Um, they missed revenue expectations in the second quarter, revenue of 3.7 billion, lower than 3.74 billion. Um, let me tell you about CSX real quick. I, again, consult a broker advisor for taking action on any stocks ever mentioned on this show. In the 1970s, the railroad industry was a mess. Uh, there was well-run companies, there was poorly run companies in the late 70s. And they started figuring out, how can we make this better? And the CEO is like, well, I can't, so I'm gonna sell the company. So he sells the company. Um, I can name on a four-fingered hand how many train companies there are in the United States. Again, did he just say four-fingered hand? Yes, I did. Why? Now, if you go back 20 years, CXX was a $1, $2 stock. Now it's a $32 stock. I'm Rob Black. What's the best way to choose a financial advisor? Download our guide at robblack.com. That's robblack.com, powered by EP Wealth. I think this is worthy of mentioning the Trump trial on the documents in Mar-a-Lago have been announced. It's going to start in May. The government, the prosecutors wanted to start earlier in 2024. Trump wanted to start it after the election. There's a good chance that the president of the United States could be in a jail cell and there's no law saying it won't happen or it can't happen. Now, again, I am not being judgy in any way, shape or form. Vote for whoever you want to vote for. I don't care. I can tell you that my job will be particularly interesting next May. Because um, I think he's still the front runner. Although I did hear a wild speculation maybe he'll try to get all of his cases to agree that if he doesn't run for president that they'll stop prosecuting him pretty interesting right now i, I don't think the prosecutors would make that deal you have prosecutors in georgia on election fraud you have the stolen documents or the misplaced documents and you know what he did wrong um, the government asked for something and he said no the whole thing would have gone away had he given the documents back when asked. And the only reason I can tell you that is that's exactly what happened with Martha Stewart. 
she got information on an inside trade. And when they asked her for it, she started like deleting her phone records. Government workers don't like that. They don't get paid to be uh, like messed with, if you will. And I only tell you that because I got a brother who's a federal judge. And I'm not, again, judge. this is Christmas talk. This is, you know, when we get together, banter. What's happening to your work kind of thing? Are they going to get them? They're not going to get them. They're going to get her or they're not going to get her. So anyway, when we last left off, I was talking about CSX, a train company. I want to finish that thought that so far in the show today, I've talked about subscription. Wall Street loves subscriptions. Microsoft hit an all-time high this week when it was announced they were going to do a subscription for the chat GPT 4.0 as it is embedded into Office 365 products. I like that idea. I don't know if $30 a month is the right price. Um, but that's 15 plus billion dollars, like boom, just like that. So they did a good thing by investing in open AI. So I talked about subscriptions and how wall street loves them. Now I've also talked about train companies and how there's just not that many companies that compete with them. I was talking to my producer, Mr. Mike during the break. And uh, I said, you know, take a look around. Everything that you see was brought to you either by a truck or a train or a train to a truck or a train to a building to a truck to your house or a train to a truck to a building to a store to your car to your house. Like transportation is a big part of Wall Street. And when you see car companies, when you see trucking companies, when you see train companies, stocks do well. It's telling you the future looks bright. Do you know why? Because another lesson we're going to talk about. Wall Street is a discounting mechanism. The last three months have basically said six months from now. Now let's go forward. We're in July, so let's go to um, August, September, October, November, December, January. That six months from now in January, the, the economy is going to be doing better than it is today. In theory, that's what Wall Street does. And I think it's more often it does it right. Six months ago, when we were struggling on Wall Street a year ago, it was those higher interest rates were going to lead to a recession. Now, what happened along the way is um, due to COVID, the, the labor market, I think, is a mess. You go to restaurants right now and you're like, that whole section's empty. And they're like, yeah, we don't have a waitress working there tonight. We don't have enough pilots. Our, our um, government is saying, you know, pilots can now work till 67 instead of retiring at 65. Well, what happens if he gets to dementia at 65? Ah, he can still work till 67. I know you're saying most people don't get dementia at 65. I agree. Totally. Do you see our labor markets like trying to stay fully engaged? I've got a friend. Her husband is um, an air traffic controller. And she needed to move to L.A. uh, for career reasons. And I was like, uh, is your husband getting a job down at an airport down there? She goes, no, you're not really allowed to put in requests to move. When you work for the FAA, you're set in stone. You can't leave that location until they find a spot for you. So he quit. So now they have to find someone that wants to live in San Jose on an air traffic controller salary. Do you see what I'm going to with that? The whole labor market just kind of got funky. So I like trains more than I like trucker, trucking companies more than I like automotive companies. Now, the one automotive company that's interesting to me is Tesla because they got big fat margins. This quarter, they said, we don't have big fat margins because we're lowering prices. 
So I like them a little bit less when they're lower prices. Do you see where I'm getting at? But I like trains versus trucks. And you're like, why is that, Rob? Do you don't like truckers? Uh, no, 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 no. It's not that I don't like truckers. Uh, it's that a train has the, the guy in the engine. Choo-choo. And then he has a car behind him, another 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 car behind him. And for like a whole hour, I could do that. I won't. But trains are very efficient at labor costs. Just throwing that down there for you. Then you get to the port or you get to wherever the train's going and you have to either load the the port facilities, the, the, the tankers and the cargo onto the trains or you have to unload them. You get back into labor issues, right? CSX Transportation, they operate 20,000 route miles in the eastern United States mainly in the District of Columbia, two Canadian provinces, uh, 25 states, 70 ports. Freight haul by the company includes a wide variety of food and agricultural, chemicals, consumer goods, some coal. Boo, coal. Um, as politicians say, boo, coal, or yay, coal, sometimes that changes the, the fortunes of a company like a CSX. You know, oh, we're going to clean energy. And you suddenly see CSX delivering fewer containers of coal. But I can't name, when it comes down to other people in the transportation area, um, there's a lot of smaller companies, but there's not a lot of big companies. Um, would I own stock for the long term? Sure. Uh, because there's not a lot of competition. And I'm pretty sure drones aren't going to be bringing my, my train load to my house. Short term, do I like it? Nope. Long term, do I like it? Yep. A little bit of a dividend yield in there, PE of 15. When you see companies like NVIDIA at PEs of 40 to 60, you're like, whoa, that's valued a lot on future earnings. Now it's growing faster than a company like a CSX. But there's no guarantee that Intel or Microsoft or Apple won't suddenly become great at making their own semiconductors and put NVIDIA you know, down. So you have these risks and reward balancing when you take a look at a company like a CSX. I spent a lot of time talking about CSX, have I not? <laughs> Let's move to another one, Capital One Financial. Financial stock rose slightly after the company posted better than expected earnings. Um, its revenue missed expectations. Total deposits also decreased by 2%. I don't own Capital One. Um, I do own a Capital One credit card that I never use, except for when there's concerts that I want to go to and they have a pre-sale. So someone like Capital One makes a deal with uh, oh Taylor. Do does anyone know a singer named Taylor Taylor Swift? Have you ever heard of her? Capital One makes a deal with her, and they give her a hundred million dollars to say this is my favorite credit card to play it at every concert, and to do the pre-sale tickets on Ticketmaster if you have a Capital One credit card. So people like me go out and get a Capital One credit card. I don't use it for travel. I don't use it for groceries. I don't use it for nothing except for concert tickets. Um, so that's me. Long-term do I like capital? Oh, by the way, let me finish with CSX real quick. I did started getting this 20 years ago. It was a $2 stock. And then 15 years ago, it was a $4 stock. And then 10 years ago, it was an $8 stock. And then five years ago, it was a $23 stock. Now it's a $32 stock. That's pretty good. 
32 to 32 in 20 years, I'll take it. That's Amazon-esque. That's, that's robusto. Are the best days behind it? Yeah, but a lot of its competition has gone down. The only competition I could really, really think of would be Norfolk Southern, Union Pacific, and Canadian National Railway. I know there must be some others, but I can't think of them. Now, let's do the same thing with Capital One. If you go back 20 years, Capital One was a $43 stock. Now it's 115 Not that great of a return comparatively to the S&P 500 and other areas. Now, what happened was 2006, 2007, 2007 2008, 2009, credit delinquencies went way up. We had homes uh, prices go down. Do you remember? That was the last time you could buy. A, I mean, that's the last big dip in home prices. In 2022, we've seen a dip go into 2023, but it's already over. It was the now shortest housing correction I've ever seen, which means to me it's probably due for more underperformance, um, some downside, or we just don't have enough freaking fragging houses in the United States. So Capital One Financial, since its crisis, has gone from $15 all the way up to 115 Its crisis ended in 2009. So if you can think of a credit card company when you're hearing about record delinquencies, when you're hearing about record failures, when you're hearing about the word recession, when you're hearing about people losing houses, that's when you want to buy a credit card company. When you hear unemployment at 10%, that's when you want to buy a credit card company. When it's horrible, not when it's great. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Got a big event coming up in Los Gatos later in the month of August. It's going to be a retirement ready test, seven tests for retirement readiness with CFP Chad Burton, Los Gatos Tool House Hotel. Sign up today at robblackshow.com. Questions about Social Security? Check out the Social Security Retirement Guide at robblack.com. That's robblack.com, powered by EP Wealth. The next week, I'm going to take a couple half days. I'll still do radio and the podcast. Don't worry. Um, and I'll still give you updates, but uh, I'm going to do some afternoon walks um, just for mental health. So I won't be doing um, long hauls into the night, um, listen to conference calls. I'll listen to the conference calls, but not long hauls. I need a little downtime. Um, especially want to spend some time with my children. So me and Mike, my board op today, and I only get them like once every 90 days. So when I do, it's always fun. We're talking about credit cards during the uh, break because I ended the segment with a Capital One where I've told you train companies have no competition. I've told you today, subscription models like Microsoft's on Office 365 have basically no competition in my opinion. Uh, Google Docs is lovely, but it's just not as robust as it needs to be for most Americans. Wall Street loves subscriptions. Wall Street loves companies without a lot of competition. I told you, credit cards, there are plenty out there. And the only time I would buy it as a trade would be in a really, really crappy economy where people are losing their jobs and their houses. Um, because that's when the, the credit card company feels the most pain and then they sober up and stop issuing credit cards to people. Tighten it up, tighten it up, tighten it up. But he and I, uh, Mike, started talking a little bit more about credit card companies. And he said, you know, he took a vacation a couple of weeks ago, kind of a staycation in California because there's so many great things to do around here. And he went to Half Moon Bay, a lovely little uh, beach town. And he said the burger joint that he went into charged him 4% to use a credit card. I'm like, what? Um, legally, they have to have signs that say that and stuff like that. But we got into a long conversation about credit card fees. 
uh, for back to school this year, it's going to be about $3 billion in back to school um, swipes that companies like MasterCard and Visa are getting because they're letting commerce go through from you to the store. The store has to wait a couple of days to get their cash from the transaction and to process all that. Um, companies like MasterCard and Visa, they don't have financial risk. They're not lending the money. It's Capital One who's lending the money on the credit. So this year, back to school supplies are coughing up more to a credit card fee. And I own Visa and I would sell Visa if Congress you know, really took a serious aim at swipe fees. Um, swipe fees allow companies like Visa MasterCard to charge businesses every time a credit card is used to make a purchase. Um, and Mike and I started talking about, you know, well, if they're charging you 4% and your credit card rewards are only 2 to 3%, then you're more likely to use cash, right? And uh, do you remember gas stations and they would offer the big cash discounts? Like they'd have two different signs, gasoline, $4 with cash, $4.20 with credit card. Um, it's because those 2% fees that are charged and gasoline doesn't have a lot of big fat margins in it. The guy who owns a gas station uh, in your neighborhood, you're like, oh, he must make lots of money because everyone has to stop and get, he's not making the money on the gas. He's making the money on the sodas. Um, total back to school spending is expected to hit $41 billion with $94 billion in college shopping. The swipe fees are going to add, like I said, almost $3 billion cost to the retailers. For more information about EP Wealth, visit robblack.com. That's robblack.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.